Hello everyone. Welcome to our podcast, Parents for Education. Here we explore ways to improve our children's learning experience and our performance as parents. Before we begin, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, where you can get more answers to your questions on education and become part of the community. Let's welcome Jim Zwerz, a career educator and an international speaker. Today, we are talking about freedom and responsibility. Hi, Jim. Hi, Bhavani. Good to, good to talk to you again. Yeah. Yeah. So today, we are going to speak about freedom versus responsibility, Jim. So okay. I think that's a very important question because many parents don't know how much of freedom to give their kids. Yes. So some parents think that a child should be given all the freedom while others have a more disciplined approach. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, it, it is a tough subject um, because, you know, it comes back to like, you know, parents want their children to be happy. And so, you know, it's very often they give them freedoms or toys or things they didn't earn or let them stay up later than they should or, or stay out longer with friends than they should. And, you know, and then if you don't do that, then the kids sort of like, you know, blackmail you and cry and be upset. And then you think, oh, I'm a bad parent. Now I'm making my child upset. So it is, I think that's the basic problem people run into. Um, and yeah, let's like, let's like dig into that a bit more. I think, you know, when I, uh, when I compare like uh, my parents' generation to my generation to people that are just starting their families now, there's definitely a bit more of a trend toward you know, less and less responsibility for the children, less and less demand for chores. You know, a lot of a lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the emphasis is on. You know, I wouldn't say the emphasis, but a lot of time is spent on like video games and iPads and stuff like that. And you see it all the time. Like I'll see, uh, you know, a lot of kids, you know, sitting on, you know, sitting at the restaurant and crying if. Uh, you know, if they don't get the iPad and making a scene and stuff like that. But this is this is this is a little off subject. I mean, it just goes more to like how I feel like our parents were much more have strict and disciplined and parents. Um, I would say I wouldn't say they're they're softer than they used to be, but maybe a little bit and, and maybe more kind of more afraid of upsetting their children than than my generation. Like my generation is like or like my parents generation. It's sort of like they didn't care if you were happy or cried or whatever. They just did what they needed to do, right? And spanked you and did whatever they had to do. And, and I mean, at least that's how it seemed to me. You know, my parents might have been a lot harder for my parents than I realized, which is also very likely because um, obviously parents love their children. That's that's built into the DNA and it's a very, you know, important part of what makes us human. Um, but at the same time, I know that this very... Uh, uh, it, it can be, you know, it can be tough. It can be tough because, you know, sometimes you need to show that love by being tough. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, that's right. Because um, we do see lots of parents giving in to their children these days. And as you said, older generation, at least one generation before this seemed to be more firm. Yeah. Um, my, but you know, the, when you give them a lot of freedom, where where do you think the children are going in terms of responsibility? Do you think they would become more responsible 
by getting this freedom? Or how can parents learn where to stop and move? It's a good question. You know, let, let's talk about for a second when we talk about freedom, what are we talking about? What are we talking about with responsibility, mm -hmm. right? So I think, okay. you know, areas of freedom, particularly as a child, you know, has to do with how late they can stay up, how, you know, if you take it like how late they can stay up, how late can they stay out with friends? You know, when do they have to come home? When do they, when are they allowed to leave the house? Um, when are they allowed to go on the computer? When are they allowed to go watch TV? Um, when, you know, sometimes eating's an issue. When are they allowed to eat? When are they allowed to leave the, leave the table when they're done eating? Things like that. And then, uh, you know, in terms of school, it's pretty, pretty structured. I think school is just school, not really a big, a big part of this conversation. It has more to do with the, uh, the free, the, the off hours for the um, student and parent. So, you know, if we take a look at, um, you know, and then also, I guess you could say also freedom in terms of what, what they interact with, their toys, your stuff, things around the house. I mean, you, you know, if you look at like, I mean, I've seen parents that are just completely, their kids are completely just out of control, running around, breaking things in the house. And the parents are like, well, you know, they kind of feel like they shouldn't like somehow they don't want to stop their child because when they do stop their child gets very upset and things like this. So this gets into a, this gets into a problem of control, you know, because there is a way to control and the, and the, the real way, you know, the real key to control is, you know, actually controlling the child, you know, and then also being consistent, you know, too many times a parent will be like, um, you know, they'll make up a, a rule on this, on the, on the spot. Like the child's running around. They're like, okay, you have to sit down. You're not allowed to run around. And then the next day the kid's running around and it's okay. And then the next day it's not okay. So you got to be consistent because then what happens is it, it, it erodes the control of the parent because then the, then the, what the parent's words don't mean anything. You know, if it's not consistent, if the rules are not consistent, the control is not consistent, the discipline is not consistent, then the kids start to like, Basically, it becomes just meaningless and it doesn't work. It's not effective. And then parents get frustrated. And then again, you start making up more rules and more policy on the spot without really, you know, thinking it through or, you know, figuring out what's what's the best solution. So um, I always think it's a good a good practice for parents to, um, you know, establish the rules of the house and establish it at, at a time when they're not in the middle of a crisis. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's, you know, if you think of a family as a group and as an organization, a group and organization usually has some kind of a hierarchy and it usually, usually has some kind of rules and policies that relate to that group. That group will have different goals. And I think we'll talk about that in detail in another podcast. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I think, um, you know, when we talk about freedom and responsibility, it's really a question of, you know, what is the level of freedom that a child is allowed? Uh, so let's just, let's just talk about bedtime as something, okay? Because that's usually a thing. Like what, when, when can you go to bed? When should you go to bed? Um, as a parent, we understand what happens with our kids if they don't get enough sleep, right? And, you know, the child doesn't necessarily 
see that or realize that. So then they're like, okay, um, you, you know, you get into these arguments of like, well, I want to stay up. I want to stay up later. And then as the parent, you're like, no, your bedtime is nine o'clock. And then the child's like, well, all my friends get to stay up till like 10 o'clock. And then you're like, well, okay, that's not our rules. You know, like, like, so, you know, but as kids get older and like as an adult, like nobody checks on my bedtime. And yeah, sometimes I go, I make a mistake and I stay up too late and then I regret it the next day um, or whatever. But I think, you know, so, so this comes down to like, you know, the, the level of freedom, the actual key, the level of freedom that a child should be given should be related to his level of responsibility. And as you give, as the student or the child demonstrates more responsibility, they should be given more freedom. Okay. So for me, for example, driving a car, I've demonstrated that I can be responsible for driving a car. I can drive safely. I know and can follow the rules of the road. And so I'm given the freedom to drive wherever I want. You know, when I was a student driver, I didn't have that level of responsibility and control. So I had a limited amount of freedom where I could only drive during daylight hours. I could only uh, drive with another, you know, licensed driver in the car or an instructor. So you're, you're basically the freedom should grow with the responsibility. Um, does that make sense? So, I mean, you know, that's why, as you said, I just think as you were saying about giving the, you know, freedom goes hand in hand with responsibility. The level of freedom is directly proportional to responsibility. It made so much of sense, like as drivers, we're not even given a license very young, right? Because yeah. we cannot take the responsibility. I was just thinking about it and I didn't mention it. But it really makes a lot of sense. So, but you know what, Jim, um, do you think peer pressure plays a big role here? Because as you said, freedom goes hand in hand with responsibility. So some parents can be very straight or very particular about that. But my, let's say my son comes home and says, but mom, uh, you know, my friends drive. They are allowed to drive at night, years old and you know, or that's when he gets his license. And um, he says, no, my friend can drive at night. So how, that's giving into peer pressure, right? Parents yes. are in a position where the peer pressure is like, is like becoming very stressful day by day. How can we yeah. handle that? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I think, you know, in, in, in my house, when my kids were young, I would just say, okay, different families have different rules. And I would just say like, these are our rules and you're in this family. And, you know, sometimes that'd be, you know, upsetting or it wasn't what they wanted to hear or things like that. But you just kind of get through that, right? Those kind of upsets are very temporary if, you, if you're consistent. If you change the rules a lot, you're going to upset them. You're going to get into different issues. You're going to get into more complex problems. However, um, if you are doing that consistently so the kids aren't getting you know, they, they know, like they, they, you know, they'll still always try, they'll still always try to push it. But if they know, like, okay, they're, they're pushing it, but it's not likely to get approved or something, then, then that's fine. Because again, you've got consistent, consistent rules, consistent uh, treatment, things like that. Yeah, another thing when we talk about like freedom, 
freedom and responsibility. If we go back to like sleeping as an example, um, like I had three, three different kids in three different ages. And as the kids got older, they got later bedtimes. And as they, as, and as they proved that they could get up in the morning and not be a problem and not be late for school and things like that, then I worried less and less about when they fell asleep because I knew that they were handling and be, could be responsible for, for the other side of it. Um, you know, it's funny, like, you know, it's also, and it's also a point, a point, and this is something, you know, to, to have a conversation with the kids because it's, it's like, you know, there's sort of like that, um, you know, you, you don't want to get into like lots of negotiation back and forth. I mean, you, you know, you don't necessarily want to be a dictator, but you want to be, be strong enough as a parent that the kids can, you know, rely on you and, and, the, and then you're running the family and the kids, not the kids are running the family. Um, things when we're talking right. about like, you know, having that conversation with the kids, like, okay, you can have a, like, like, here's another classic example, you know, kids want a puppy and they're like, oh, I promise I'll take care of the puppy and I'll walk it every day and I'll clean up its poop and I'll feed it and like all these things, right? Like, this is very classic. And then they get the puppy and, you know, three days later, they don't even recognize the kid, the puppy and it becomes the parent's problem and responsibility and stuff like that. So, you know, on, on things like this, you know, there can be like, or, or like chores, like they're responsible for doing the dishes every night or they're responsible for taking out the trash or things like this. So these things should be like um, given to them as assignments and targets and things like that. However, at the same time, um, you know, there can be, you know, a stated reward, like, okay, good. If you take out the trash every day for a month, then I know you're going to, you know, you're, you're being responsible and I'm going to let you stay out later with your friends or like something like that. There can be some kind of game or motivation for the kids in terms of like working hard, doing the right thing. And then as a result of that, you know, getting more freedom and more, more, basically more rights and freedoms, you know, um, but one of the things that parents will do sometimes in a sort of passive aggressive way, they'll be like, okay, if you have a perfect record, you know, for the whole month of like, I don't know, perfect record on taking out the trash three times a day. And if you miss a day, then you lose. And, you know, it's kind of like what you actually want is you actually want the kids to win those, those, those freedoms. You know, you want them to be successful. You know, it's not you against your child and you're putting up these artificial barriers so the child fails and then doesn't want to try anymore. What you want to do is put up realistic targets and then also help your child attain them, you know, rather than be like, oh, you didn't take out the trash today. Ha ha. You know, instead you go, oh, hey, I don't want you to break your record. Make sure you take out the trash today. You know, it's a completely different thing. You, you try to, like, help them and, and motivate them and, and give them targets that are realistic that they can win at. Because you're not just trying to be their opponent. You're not trying to just win an argument. You actually want your children to be completely free. But the problem is you want their responsibility level to be very high as well. So working together with your child to help them be more responsible and be more accountable for their responsibilities, you know, that's a win for both of you. Wow, that's really, really interesting. I think we got a lot of great points there thank you yeah, one more thing you know one thing one thing i like to say also about that because when you're setting goals for children you know part of the problem is like 
their time frame. They don't think, you know, they don't think in months in advance. They don't think, they, you know, they can't think a year in advance. I mean, they, they can say it, but, you know, behavior-wise, it doesn't really follow through. So, you know, having short short time frames of a week or a few days or something like that, particularly with young children, is is much more successful than saying, like, a whole month, which is, you know, not realistic for the child. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Okay. That's, that's really good, Jim. So, as as we learned about freedom versus responsibility for the child, I think you've given them great points on con setting consistent rules, giving more free giving more freedom means more responsibility also. You know, working with we've got quite a good set of rules, set of points here. And it's really interesting. Thank you so much, Jim, for this lovely message. And I hope parents are able to get a lot of good views from there and help them to take them forward with their children. Thank you. That's that's great. Yeah, I wish everybody listening happy parenting. And our goal is to make the next generation brighter, stronger, and happier than our own. Thank you, Bhavani.